Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. God has given me. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you use me this afternoon to share a timely message with your people. Holy Spirit, use this vessel. Let not the, my wisdom speak to the people, but let your wisdom, O oh God, speak through me, O oh God. Holy Spirit, take charge of this environment. May your people be blessed. The things that your people need to be delivered from, Lord, only you can do it. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. America from our father, the bishop. And I read, Dear USA Church, I want to directly apologize to you all for the sudden cancellation of the camp meeting at the last minute. I'm so sorry for all the inconvenience and upset it cost as it was my fault. You don't want your father to say that. Please forgive me. I was really looking forward to this camp, but I call on you to let us pray for another chance to have a great time in the Lord together. Thank you for understanding. Amen. He really wanted to be with us. And as Reverend told me, it's like, Davis, I spoke to Bishop, and he was really sad that he couldn't come. But I didn't did the will of God to be done. The will of God to be done. And I think that's the, the attitude that we should have. That we should pray that the Lord will give him many decades. And because of him, many of us today can stand before you and share a word. Amen. Because he was obedient unto the word. Amen. And we are blessed to have him. And we should all have the same attitude. Because the 200 or 300 hours of the air flight you may have lost, definitely I believe that it's, well, it's not enough of justification to murmur so that you will miss the blessings. Amen. 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 Let us not become the generation that murmurs. Let us be a generation that is grateful in all things. You must give thanks. Amen. Amen. So I could even share this as, my, as the whole message instead of the message that uh, I mean, the Lord is leading me to preach. Amen. 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 But let us have that attitude. We are the, the point men. We are the shepherd. We are the Apache. We should have that infectious type of attitude that should spread across this great nation. Amen. Amen. Because you have seen the bishop many times. And this was the first time we have seen something like this happen. And it's because I believe the Lord loves us. When the Lord loves you, he does not take away things that you need. He loves us so much that what he has given us, it's not time yet to take it away. So we should have that attitude because the same man by his obedience, we have first love. Same by his obedience, we have so many ministries. Amen. 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 The same person today, if, I, if, if and when I go to Kingston with my wife, we have a lighthouse church to attend to. Amen. 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 And I'm sure whoever you are from, when you go there, I'm sure you see lighthouse symbol, wherever you are from. Amen. We are like McDonald's 
Yes, we are, we, are, we are like McDonald's. You know, I'm telling you, we are like McDonald's. I mean, we're all over. We have the, 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 the yellow symbol everywhere. And it's a great blessing to belong to such a denomination. Amen. Amen. But this is a month of evangelism, and it's important that we talk about souls. Souls are perishing. I mean, see, can you imagine the song that they sung here? It's such a powerful song that all of us were enjoying and dancing and so on and so forth. But there are souls out there that somehow this world, the curse of this world has overtaken them, who may not have the place to come to and shake it off. And shake it off like Auntie Jennifer does. She just shake it off. And because of that, most people in this great nation of ours are on some sort of antidepressant or something else. Something to numb them from the curse of this world, from the stress of this world. But we have such a word, such a word that comforts us even in times of stress, even in times of uncertainty. And we must not keep that word to ourselves. That word must reach others. There are others out there who deserve the joy and the privilege of being saved. Just like we have been saved. Amen. So as we enter into the month of evangelism, let us look at others. Let us call upon others and say, Sister or brother, do you know Christ? Do you know Christ? They may tell you otherwise, but tell them that God loved them. He loved them that he sent his one and only begotten son. That whomsoever love, loves him, to whomsoever receives him, shall not go to hell, but shall receive everlasting life. And it's true. It is true. Don't let the world deceive you. Because the book of Luke tells us that, Luke chapter 16, verse 19, tells us that there was a certain rich man who fed sumptuously. And there was a certain beggar at his table who ate from the crumbs of his table. And a time came and this rich man died. And the same rich man who was very rich, that the world marveled at his richness, died. And he was sent to hell. But the same happened that Lazarus who fed at his table also died. And scripture tells that he was sent to the father Abraham's bosom. But how shall this rich man hear the gospel if you and I are keeping the gospel to ourselves? That we are in this nice Holy Spirit auditorium, we're enjoying the songs that Uncle Alfred Anthony is singing to us. How shall this, this person, how shall this rich man hear about the gospel, Abbe? If you don't go out there at City College and tell them about Christ, you don't go there and share with them that, you know what? Scripture tells us in the book of Ezekiel that if I don't tell you about Christ, your blood will be required of me. If you don't tell them about Christ, their blood will be required of you. Your blood will be required of you. And I'll share with you. I will share that with you. That their blood will be required of us. Amen. Amen. So the main scripture, so let us tell them 
And today I'm going to try to share with you some of the reasons, or Bishop called 100 reasons why we, you must be a soul winner. Not me. You must be a soul winner. Why I must be a soul winner. Amen. So, this is from the book, Tell Them. I think many of you like that book. Whenever you say, tell them, you sort of tell yourself, tell them. Amen. So, let us turn our Bible to the book of Matthew, chapter 28, verse 18 to 20. And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Continue. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the earth. Amen. Wow. You must be a soul winner because that is the great commission. That said, go ye therefore unto all nations. Paula, you must be a soul winner. You must win the souls at Rutgers. You must talk to the people in New Brunswick that Jesus Christ loves you. It, I said, so I have a charge on my back if I don't speak to you about Christ. Who required of me your blood. You must be a soul winner. Amen. It is a great command and a great mandate the Lord has given us. And it's also a great instruction. It's a great order given to as by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I'll tell you, this is a, such a great command that we must win souls. Why must we win souls? Because we must win souls because we must work while it is day. Because the night cometh, the night, and the night will come. The night will indeed come. The night will indeed come one day. When no man can work, the night will indeed come. So we must work, we must talk to people about salvation while it is day. Amen. We must tell the world about the soon and the coming king. Because the king will soon come. He will soon come. The soon and the coming king. You all know that song. The soon and the coming king. And that's one I said, go ye therefore into all nations, teaching them, baptizing them in the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. We must tell them about the soon and the coming king, that he will come. Let us not be deceived by the world. Let us not be deceived by, by the, the big, I mean, all the nice things, all the modernity, modernity of, of, of the Western world. The king will indeed come. He will come. We must tell the Lord, the people, about the, the, the love of Christ. The love of Christ. Amen. You must tell people, we must tell people that, you know what? If you don't believe and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you will go to hell. Because there is hell. There is hell. And if, and if you don't believe it, look at the hell on this earth. It cannot be compared to the, the real hell. 
where the fire burns, where the fire truly burns, don't be deceived that there's, there's no heaven and hell. There is. Because there is. You have to tell people that hell is real. It's not to scare people. It is real. So when something is real, it is real. Amen. You see, we have been called to this great work of soul winning. Amen. We have been called to this great work of soul winning. It is such, it says, it says many are called, but few are chosen. Many are called. Many, many, many of you are called, but few are chosen. But few are chosen. But that, that doesn't mean that, okay, but I want to share something with you by the founder of Salvation Army. That sometimes you may say that, oh, if you are chosen, I mean, these are the Levites. No, there's no, yeah, the scripture talks about the Levites. The Levites shall live by the offerings of the people. But in Lighthouse, the Lord has made a way for, for some of us, you and I, that we can be lay. We can get up in the morning and go to our 95 job and preach the gospel. Amen. And preach the gospel. So you can't say, oh, you know, I'm not interested in going full time. What, but what we're saying is that even your area fellowship is also a ministry. To be able to talk to people about, we have this fellowship meeting on, on Thursdays. Come to my area. Which we'll have a Bible study. We'll talk about scriptures. We'll talk about what it, what it means to be a Christian. What it means, we'll talk about the seven great principles. The man is a body, he has a soul, he lives, man is a spirit, he has a soul, and he lives in the body. Amen. And this is what William Booth said. He said that, not called, this is what I'm reading, did you say, did, he, said, he said, not called, did you say, not heard the call? I think you should say, that's what he said, I think you should say, not heard the call. But you can't say that you are not called. Amen. It says, many are called. Amen. Put, it says, put your ear down to the Bible, not your iPad, to the, real, the papers, the scriptures, the holy scriptures. Put your ear to it and hear him bid you, and bid you go and pull sinners out of the fire of sin. Amen. Because there is a fire. There is hell out of the hell of sin. Amen. If you really, really believe that salvation is so important, when you see someone outside, you ask yourself, is this person saved? Where would this person be if they were just to drop dead right now? Would they go to heaven or would they, would they go to hell? Amen. And you continue to say, put your ear down to the burden, the agonized heart of humanity. And humanity's, I mean, the whole humanity, the whole human race is agonized. The burdens of this world. There's this agony. There is this distance that I have to get what is mine. All burdened and agonized about getting what we can get for ourselves. Amen. We are burdened with the curse of this world. We are burdened with all these things. Can't you hear the heartbeat of people? Who, I mean, you walk the streets of this great city of our generation. And you see young men and young women sitting on the corners, the street corners, don't know where to go. 
because they have not heard the salvation, the gospel, the good news that gives hope, that brings certain hope, that says that with Christ all things are possible. All things are possible. All things, not some things, all things are possible. And listen to the pitiful, pitiful will for help. People, need, people, are, people are calling for help. They are calling for help. So we shouldn't be sitting in our, in our, our as Kobe, Kobe Spiogabo said, we shouldn't be sitting in our Mac mansions of our two or three children, of our nice and beautiful wife and handsome husbands. And our beautiful offices that some of you may have overlooking whatever the river that you're overlooking. And think that all is well with everyone else. It's not. People are wailing. People are wailing. Amen. Go, stand by the gates of hell. Stand by the gates of hell. Even when you listen to the news and you hear that a building has caught fire, even the people who, who escaped that fire that comes out, they can tell that the, the heat, the burning heat, can this heat compare to the, 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 the burning fire in, in hell? Can that heat, even the little fire that we had here three weeks ago, most of you see how quickly we ran out. This was just a small electrical fire. Most of you ran out. I even went to call some of you, like the likes of Sister Veronica. She said, no, I'm not coming. Have they said that we should come inside? <laughs> Amen. Amen. But that fire that burns, I don't know, I mean, how many degrees? But I can only imagine even when a burden is engulfed in fire, even when, when the, on certain parts of California is engulfed in fire. See how difficult it is for the firefighters to, uh, just to tame it, not to even put it off. Can you imagine the fire that burns that there is no end? Amen. And here, damned and treat you. Go there, fat, go, and it says, here, the damned and treat you. Go their father's house and bid their brothers and sisters. This was, it was really, William Booth was talking about the Luke chapter 16. He said, the rich man said, please go to my father's house. I have brothers and sisters. I don't want them to come to this place. Because the fire burns so hard. It's, 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 it's hot. And we can all attest to when your parents says, don't touch the, the pot and you touch it and it burns your hands a little bit. Even that even that little burn is so painful. Can you imagine the fire that burns and there's no end? This is what William Booth was talking about. He was saying that, see, the man was saying, go to my father's house. Go there and tell them, please, I beg you. And he said, and, and, and for the people told that they have the prophets. He said, send someone from, someone from here to go. How? Send someone for me to go. But you know what? They have the prophets. Who are the prophets? You and I. You and I are supposed to go and tell people about it. We must not shy away of our faith because of a sudden 
chastisement, the sudden rebuke that we may get from the world. We have become the comfort type of Christians. We don't even share our faith. We don't even talk to people at work about our faith. Because you're afraid. You're afraid of your salary. I remember a certain brother. It's a good place to clap for the Lord, not for me. He was doing his resonance, and he said to me, you know what, I realized that all my colleagues, the Jewish residents, they don't work on Fridays. They don't work on Saturdays. And he went to the head of the department. He said, you know what, I am a Christian. From this day forward, for the next whatever how many years, don't, do not put me on schedule for Sundays. And initially I was, actually, I'm afraid of <laughs> for this guy. But I learned something from, this was Dr. Mankwa. I learned something from him. He said, you know what? How shall they know that I'm a Christian? How should I sacrifice my, res- my Christianity for residence? Meanwhile, my colleagues, four o'clock on Fridays, they are out. 5 p.m. until Saturday night after they have done, they have finished, finito. Then on Sunday, they had work. And because of that, the Lord honored him. He was honored at his residence graduation. I was there with my wife. He was honored, he was chosen as one of the best, given gifts. They respected him for that. Every Sunday he was at church. And some of us, we hide away from those things because we think that if you tell them, you know, my job is online. Your job is online? Your job is already online before you told them. But they'll respect you for the fact that you believe that you, you, stand, you stood for your, for, 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 you'd be surprised how your manager said, you know, even though I don't believe in your faith, but you can, on Sunday, you can go, you can go to church. Amen. That's the type of Christians that we, we need in this degenerate world. That's the type of Christians that we need. Amen. And he goes on to say, then look, Christ in the face, whose mercy you have professed to obey. Tell him whether you will join heart and soul and body and circumstances in the march to publish his mercy to the world. Amen. It's not even mercy, this is just on the, on the side. It is, this is our great command. This is a great instruction that has been given to us. And, and, I, and I'll tell you, those who have, who have stood for their faith, the Lord has blessed them. Amen. Amen. And some of us who have hid behind the circular things and our jobs and this, which we don't, see, we don't seem to go up or down. We're still at, I mean, at equilibrium. Amen. 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 You must be so winners because you were created unto good works. How shall you do good works if you do not know that you were created unto good works? Amen. For Ephesians 2 tells us that we are his workmanship. 
we are the workmanship of Christ. Amen. Created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. And what are these good works? The good works is the sharing the, the good news. The good news. See, faith, faith also, is also, see, it's not just faith, it's also works. See, because of someone's lack of shame about professing his faith, that I stand here before you today. Because I could have been on my way to hell. And I can tell you, I mean, I was not a, a bad boy. I can tell you that. In terms of morals, moralists, I was rather probably an, an afraid type of a son. But even that, it's not about your morals. You will go to hell if someone doesn't talk to you about Christ. You will go to hell. Because the guy says, Lord, I have done all these things. Yes, you will go to hell. And it should not be that, it is not his will that the Lord should see so many people go to hell. It is not his will. It is not his will. It is in our hands to talk to people about Christ. It's not just the ones you love or your loved ones, or your friends. It's about others. Whenever I see this pastor at 42nd Street and he's talking about Christ and salvation, man, I think he's doing a great job. We may rebuke him, may say, well, who is this fanatic, and so on and so forth. You know what? He's doing the right thing. He's doing his portion, amen. He's doing his portion, amen. And we must be so winners because it gives great joy and it energizes the Christian base. Amen. So Luke tells us that, said, I'll use Luke and says it, and the 70s returned, the 70s returned with great, with, with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils, the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Wow. So at the mention of his name, every knee shall bow. Every niche, every name shall, everyone shall confess at the measure of his name. And Luke tells us that, said, when they, he said that the Lord sent them, took seven years, sent them by two. He said, after they have done their course, he said, that we came with great joy. And at the mention of thy name, even the devils, that said, didn't say the devils, said the devils. said the devils. said the devils. If you look at, let's go to the scripture so you, at least you know that I'm, Luke chapter 10, verse 17. The 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. As you go out there, you talk to people about Christ. It says that the, the evil spirit, the principalities, will be subjected unto you. Because you shall tell them that today, you shall be no more. And they shall, shall, they shall not be. That today you are being ejected. That this day, that this sickness shall not come back again. That this day, this mountain that I've always ensnared me shall not be anymore. 
only shall go in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. There is a great joy as a soul, as a soul winner. There's a great joy that comes to winning the soul, knowing that this person has escaped the mouth of this hellfire. Wow. I'll tell you, but, but, but Nana and Reverend, Reverend, Reverend Ray, they will have joy because they invited me to this, this church. They will have joy because whatever they receive in heaven, they will have double. And whoever invited you, they will also have double. Amen. We have a few more minutes to finish. Amen. Just bear with me. Amen. It is important because it proves that you have the heart of the Father which was moved with compassion. Scripture tells us that in the book of Matthew 9, 36, that the Lord had compassion on them. He had compassion on them. When he saw the multitude, he had compassion on them. Do you have compassion on the multitude? When you walk down the streets of New York City, and you see the people in the subways rushing through the, the rat race, running and trying to make a buck to live. Are you having compassion on them? Are you praying for them? Say, Lord, lead me to talk to one person a day about Christ. I, I mean, are you having that compassion on them? Or are you just going about your business and say, you know what? As for me, you know what, as well. I have, I have Christ. Me and my household, you are, like, you are like the farmer. Lord, bless me, my wife and children. I pray that the crops will grow this year and we'll have plenty to eat. May the Lord deliver us from the farmer's attitude. The Lord deliver us from the farmer's attitude and give us the, the heart of the Father, the compassionate heart that had compassion on the multitude. Amen. Amen. Wow. Wow. It says that you must be a soul winner because winning souls, winning souls will, will earn you the right to kingdom promotion. Oh, may you be promoted because you have won souls for the Lord. Oh, may you be promoted. May you be highly promoted. And sometimes... You may think that promotions are okay, I went to work and promotion came and I got it. That's also part and parcel of promotion. See, you may even be promoted in the sense that you are not married, a young man or young lady, someone will meet you and say, you know what, I will marry you. And, and that, even by that alone, is a, bless, is a great blessing to be married. That's a promotion. Even the ability to have children is a promotion. Because not every woman can have children. It's a promotion. I mean, to have goodly children, to have a good home, it's a promotion. Amen. 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 So Luke tells us that it says, Thou good, well done, thou good and faithful servant. In a very little, you. you have that authority over 10 cities. Wow. And some promotion, the Lord will promote you physically that you can see that the Lord has blessed you so much that 
Like yesterday, we went to a 70th birthday party of a very well-to-do person. And I'll just leave it as that. And, and people were talking about him. And one of his nephews, who has been blessed because of his riches, said that he took me from nowhere. said, I was not even part of the, the close-knit family. And he took care of me. So he took care of him from the, the part of the world they are from, which starts with a G. And he took him in, took care of him, took him to school, finished school, and he brought him to this, the Egypt of our time, America. And he says, what do you want to do? And he said, and actually he said, I want you to go to school. Whatever you want to do, go ahead and do it. And he said, okay, I want to go to school. God is a very brilliant guy. I know him when he first came here. You know, I was also advising him about where to go to school and so on and so forth. And he decided, okay, you know what? Very smart. So you know what? I'll be a doctor. And once in a while, he sent him, not once in a while, very often, thousands of dollars. And today, he's an OBGYN. He's just a nephew. Can you imagine even his own children? He took him through school from a childhood, and he blessed him that today he's a medical doctor. See, that is the, what, what was I even saying? How did I even get to this part? The promotion. And he talked about the fact that every day his uncle had a quiet time with them. Every day his uncle, even when we go to Ghana, I mean, which I don't go often, but the amount of food that they were sent to my parents' house. It's like to feed people for a whole week. So, so even to my go to Ghana, my, my mother doesn't really cook. I hope, is she here? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, because the food is sent and once in a while I even go there and I even went with Kofi. Most of you know Kofi Mensa. And the amount of food they cooked. I, I didn't notice when I went there for Pastor Memphis' funeral. I went there Thursday. By Sunday I was back here. I went there. I called my auntie. Oh, I'm here. So okay, come. But he, she was in another town. She said, come to the house. It's like, Are you, you're, not, you're not home. Why should I come? She said, come. When we got there, the amount of food for three people could have fed at least half of the people here. So Kofi said, isn't it too much food? I said, well, <laughs> we ate, I mean, I mean, I'm talking about real food, good food. I mean, when you go to a rich man's house, I mean, nothing is spared. Everything was fresh. Everything was fresh. And it was just not one food. There was the Asante man's food. <laughs> with, with the soup. The one with the, with the eye. <laughs> and then there was the other ones. Amen. Amen. So all that I'm trying to say is that there's such a promotion. Amen. Amen. And the scripture also tells us that You must be soul winners because winning souls will help you avoid a murder charge. It's like, hey, will the Lord charge me with a murder? Yes, he will. You do not want to account for the blood of others. Let's read it. I think we should read the scripture. Go to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 3, 17 to 18. We all should see it for ourselves. It's not me saying it. 
is right here. Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word, the word at my mouth, and give them warning from me. Give them who? What? Warning from me. Say, hear, the, he says, hear me. And let's go to the next one. When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die. And thou givest him not warning. So the, the, the wicked shall surely die, and after that they will go to hell. And you yourself, you are now not telling them that this is what the scripture is saying. No, speaketh to warn the wicked from his wicked ways, to save his life. Amen. The same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood, hey, but his blood, his blood, his blood, his blood, I will, will I require at thy hand. Do you want the blood of someone that you don't know from anywhere to be required at your hand? Is that what you want? When I read the scripture, I was like, hey. I mean, I've, I've, I've read it many times, but this time actually it scared me a bit. Jeff, do you want someone that you don't know from anywhere, blood, to be required at your hand? Because you passed them and you said, you know what, this guy, you know what, do you want that to be required at your hand? It's not just you, you know, and your family and, you know, it's not just that. It says, the blood of this person of the person that you have sectioned off, that you have said that, you know what, he's no good. Nothing can save him. Will be required at your hand. The Lord have mercy on all of us. The Lord have mercy on us. We are almost done. Just give me a minute or two. So also as a soul winner, because you must be a soul winner because it makes you have beautiful feet. Beautiful feet. Wow. Isn't a song like that? Huh? Please. Oh, no, no, let's sing it. How lovely is us. Good news. Good news. And I'll see peace. Proclaiming news of happiness. That our God reigns. Our Amen. Wow. How lovely on the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news. May your feet be beautiful because you bring good news. Wow. Wow. Oh, Holy Spirit, we thank you. Wow. And Romans tells us that how shall they preach except they be sent? 
as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring good tidings of good things. Amen. Wow. There is Paula. See, your feet shall always be beautiful because you are bringing the gospel of Christ to Rutgers University. You are telling your generation who are so confused between the world, what is right, what is more, what is political correctness, which getting confused to what is right before the sight of our Savior. Because you are bringing them to discern between what Christ says compared to what, what is political, political correctness. Because of that, Christ says that you, your feet will be beautiful. There shall be great blessings. It shall be promotions because you are bringing that peace onto that campus. That's how it is. Because what you are doing is that you are saving a generation of people. You are saving them from the ideals of this world, which is leading everyone to hell. Amen. Just give me a few minutes. I have one, two more points and we are done. It's one o'clock now. Just give me a few minutes. Let us not be in a rush. Amen. It's a good news. And because I think this last one is important so that we understand. You must be so in it because the emphasis of the end time church must be win, must be win the world and precipitate the second coming of our Savior. And Christ will come. He will come. So he will come and save you. Right? Yeah. yeah, he will come. Do not be deceived. He will come. And I'll read the scripture for all of us. It says, in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 5 to 14. Just listen, you don't have to put it up. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. And you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you be not troubled. Oh, beloved, be not troubled by rumors of wars. For all these things must come to pass. Must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nations and kingdoms against kingdoms. And there shall be famine, 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 and pestilence. And earthquakes. Aren't we seeing earthquakes in diverse places? And all these are the beginnings of sorrow. Aren't we seeing some of these in our times? You just look around, look at the news. Then shall they deliver, up, they'll deliver you up to be afflicted. And shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. They were trying to deliver you up, try to kill you, try to afflict you, because we stand firm on the word of God, because we stand in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Then shall many be offended. Oh, many be offended by the gospel. They'll be offended by the gospel. They'll be offended by the gospel, but we should not be, dis we should not be dis dissuaded by it. Amen. Amen. And, and many shall be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. Many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. And because of iniquity shall abound. 
Wow. Aren't you, aren't you seeing iniquities abounding in our world? Wow. Uh, be not deceived. The love of many shall wax cold. Ah, don't you see that the love of many have waxed cold? Even love between husband and wife has waxed cold. Love between father and son has waxed cold. Love between daughter and, and mother has waxed cold. Love between brethren has waxed cold. Aren't you seeing that? Don't you see all this? The love has waxed cold. Wow. When you put your hand in, in wax, you know how when it's hot, it just, you can make your hand like that. But when it's dry, it's just cold. Only thing that can bring, bring it back to life is by burning fire underneath it. Amen. Wow. Wow. Continue on, Karen. Let me see if I can just finish this now. Amen. But he that shall endure, oh man, may the Lord help us to endure to the end. The same shall be saved. The same shall be saved. May you endure to the end. May you endure to the end. And may you be saved. Amen. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for witness unto all nations. Then shall the end come. Then shall the end come. Because the end will come. The end shall come. The end will come. The end will truly come. The end will come. The end will come. The end will truly come. But I want to say to you that, see, those who win souls tells us that you will become one of the stars who will shine at the end time. The book of Daniel tells us that, and they that be wise, they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness and the stars, and, the, and as, as the stars. Let me read it again. Daniel 12, 13. Daniel 12, so everyone can see it here. This is the last part and we are done. Amen. It says, Daniel 12, 13. 12, 3, I'm sorry. 12, 3. 12, 3. 12, 3. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Amen. May you be a star. May you receive the reward of a star in heaven. Amen. Stand to your feet. Amen. Amen. Wow. Wow. Amen. The mountains are the feet of them. Who bring good news? Good news. Announcing peace. Proclaiming words of happiness. And Lovely are the mother.
and the feet of them who bring good news. of happiness that I got this afternoon. Help us, Lord God, to be so winners, O oh God. Oh Lord, give us the heart, the compassion, O oh God. Give a heart, a heart of Christ, O oh Lord, to have compassion on the multitude, Lord. Let us not pass by souls, O oh Lord, but let us share with them the good news. The good news, O oh Lord. The good news that we have received freely, O oh Lord. May we also give it freely to others who have not come to know you, O oh Lord. O oh Lord, deliver us, O oh God, from the blood of others. May it not be required of us, but may we be, may we be shining stars at the end, O oh God. May we be so winners to shine at the end, Lord. We thank you, O oh Lord, for the word that you have shared with us. Holy Spirit, we honor you. We give you praise, O oh Lord. O oh, Son of God, we thank you. Heavenly Father, glory and honor to your name. We thank you. Oh, you reign. Lord, you reign. Lord, you reign. Lord, you reign. You reign, Lord. Lord, you reign. Lord, you reign. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. So this afternoon, if you are here, you are not here by an accident. If you, don't know, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please do not walk out of this place. A lot has been shared with you this afternoon. You cannot say that I didn't hear the gospel. The gospel has been shared with you this afternoon. If you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please do not leave this place. Raise your hands. I will pray with you. I will pray with you and lead you to the perfect peace of Christ. The love of Christ, please, it is between you and your Savior. It's not between you and man. It's between you and your Savior, Lord. Oh, Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. 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 We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapes and publications at yahoo.com.